All right, my friends, we are back for episode four of the Trellis Podcast. This is my second interview episode. Today, I have my wonderful new friend, Rissy, here. She is on Instagram at Meet Us in Our Garden. I am so excited to talk to Rissy because she is a Rhode Islander, born and raised. So I am so happy to be talking to you today. Um, do you want to start off by just telling us a little bit about your little garden self? Too. Hey, everybody. Um, so, uh, let's see, I, uh, I've always been around gardens, like, since mm-hmm. I was a kid, but I was never actually really super interested mm-hmm. in it, in gardening. I wanted to be with my friends or playing sports or whatever, but my dad always kept a garden, and, um, he tried to get us involved, <laughs> but we're kids, you know? so. Yeah. <laughs> Like we planted the carrots and helped harvested things. I don't remember a ton, um, but what I do remember is like we had a pool at the time, and he would like yell at us for splashing at the end where the pool where the garden met the pool. <laughs> He'd be like my corn. Oh my <laughs> like, god! It's like, stop! I don't want. I don't want to feed it that. Oh my god! As a kid, you're like whatever, Dad. I'm splashing. I'm I'm busy. <laughs> That is so funny. My goodness. Yeah, so and from there. Yeah. So my my neighbors all always had gardens. And even my neighbor was um, an older gentleman. He always tried to get us involved. And as I got older, um, my dad did away with our garden. Mm-hmm. And um, he still, our neighbors still had like a huge, huge garden. And he would always ask me for help mm-hmm. out there. So he'd have me like dragging peat moss bags around, like, and then he'd pay me like in plants. Oh my god! Yeah. So we'd have all these plants like on our deck, and, and they were great. And he had this awesome greenhouse. Mm-hmm. Well, he had an awesome greenhouse. He's passed away now for a few years, but um, he taught me quite a few things. And then, like, some years passed, and I think about 14 or so years ago, I was 23 or 24, Mm -hmm. um, I restarted our garden in our backyard. And and my dad was, he's like, I will, you can totally do it. He's like, I'll tell you what to do. I'll show you what to do, but you're going to take care of it. I mean, he took care of it too. (laughs) (laughs) um, He was basically like, you're going to like learn and you're going to do it. So I started everything from seed. Um, for the most part, we got some starts too. I was growing them in our bathroom, and yeah, and I love that bathroom. It has a skylight. I was it's warm in there. It was like perfect. Perfect. And then I put the seedlings out on our deck and grew them in like makeshift greenhouses that I made out of like windowsills and saran wrap and like fish tanks. Love that. And, yeah, and like my grandfather had a garden too. I have some memories of his garden, but mostly like, um, like uh, like snapping the ends off of green beans, like oh. at the kitchen table with like my grandmother, yeah. and um, I don't and like I can remember seeing his garden, and he'd take us for rides in his wheelbarrow. But again, like not super interested until I was like twenty three or twenty four. Mm-hmm. And I got really into it, like really fast, mm-hmm. like making all the makeshift greenhouses. And um, we, how did, so my dad, like he taught me like to, how to rototill it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this, the old Italians, very heavy on the rototiller. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> Big time. So I still, I still even have his rototiller. Oh, that, that is had so since, cool. Like, 1982. Oh, and it still doesn't. Yeah, it's a beast. That's so cool. <laughs> yes, those are the best beast. tools. I love that. So that's, I think it started maybe like a 12 by like 12 garden, maybe a little bit bigger than that, but not much. And then it just kind of snowballed. <laughs> As it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. So the next year, I got my first pop-up greenhouse. 
and I we put a heater shelves like mulch on the bottom it was like a little mini like tropical rainforest in this Mm -hmm. thing um and I had that greenhouse for quite a few years and then we about seven years ago I got this I don't know it's like polycarbonate it's like those Mm -hmm. ones that you see from Harbor Freight so I got that one like I upgraded Mm -hmm. (laughs) um (laughs) but every year the garden just seemed to like accidentally get bigger you know the edges so where they go yeah you know we don't have you gotta even it out what are you gonna do even it out it was a little (laughs) what are we doing with the space here yeah so I love that. Just kind of expanded and expanded, mm-hmm. and then my neighbor behind us was moving, mm. and he was like, "Hey, we did the property lines and realized that six feet of what we think is our property is actually yours." Yes. And it was yes, <laughs> and it was all Scored. like rhododendron. Yeah, no not rhododendron. Way. No, those other things. What are they? Rose oh. Sharon. No way. Oh my God. um, The man, Mr. Midas, I call him Mr. Midas, he, him, and my cousin's husband dug them all out for me. Yeah, like, I mean, at least 20 of them (laughs) dug them all out for me. Can you do a small favor? Expand. (laughs) It's like, I'll get you beer and pizza. Is that cool? (laughs) please help me so yeah so they dug it all out and wow um that's that's like the last major expansion we did and that's we awesome. fenced it in and not in anything fancy just like rabbit mm-hmm. fence but I do everything in ground um mm-hmm. I have a couple raised beds now mm-hmm. um but other than that everything's in ground is there a reason that you prefer yeah. in ground versus raised beds I think that it's just what I grew up with Mm -hmm. and it's what I learned and it's just it's how my dad taught me and I think it just like ingrained that way um and I yeah and I do prefer it and the two raised beds they're really nice but I feel like my space is almost like limited like to like that little area which I mean it works for some people and so our raised beds, I think I have like carrots and beets going in one. And then the other one, I have some strawberries and like some onions, but like extra onions, like because <laughs> we put like all the, the leftovers in the main garden. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. That's but awesome. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I can do a lot with them, but I do, I do prefer the in-ground gardening. Yeah. I think that people get really caught up on like, maybe like not over researching but sometimes they like really force like doing one way or another and like at the end of the day it's just like what feels good for you like if you like growing in a raised bed like do that if you want to throw things straight in the ground like do that um so I think it's interesting that you talk about I really like how you keep saying like I wasn't really interested I wasn't interested but you still have these like core memories of like the garden and I think that that's so beautiful because people probably have, like a lot of people probably have those. Like there was gardening was really more predominant, I think maybe when we were younger and kind of fell off for a little while. And now this generation has like gotten so into it again. But placing those little, I'm going to sound silly, but placing those seeds in your life <laughs> really true. like allowed you to like, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, you hit a point in your life that you're like, oh, I do want this or am, I am interested in this. And I think we're just talking about our kids. So it's just sweet. I always like to think like whether Nora gardens or not is up to her, but I am proud to know that she will be, she can pick it up if she wants to because she was yeah. around it. She got to see it happen. I want, do you feel that way with your kids? Like, are they involved in the garden? Yes, I do. So um, our six-year-old, she kind of the past couple of years, she wasn't very interested, but I wasn't going to force her. She just wanted to plant like her own things, like in little pots and stuff. And that's fine. And then she wanted to harvest stuff. So she's still involved in that way because harvesting's like the best part. The best. And, yeah, and so she, like, it was 
sad because she was so interested from, because I always had her in the carrier, out in the greenhouse and everything. But at the same time, I was like, she'll come back to it. And then this year, she's like, can we go out there? What can we plant today? She's not trying to plant 35 tomato plants. Like, she'll help me plant, like, one. But like, <laughs> then she's like, I got other stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm going to go build a four in Professor Playing. It. Like, I don't know if you know that show alone. Yes. <laughs> Tell me she plays she, alone. She plays alone. <laughs> oh, my God. That is absolutely incredible. Yeah, that so is she, amazing. Like, forages. <laughs> she forages, like, in the vegetable garden. And she forages, like... <laughs> the herbs she makes me that is the sweetest thing in the entire oh my god that's so good really really cute that is fantastic (laughs) oh man i love that so much do you feel like um so your knowledge of plants comes a lot from your family from your dad Mm -hmm. do you like where else do you find your resources like where are you like in Instagram person you'll find it on there are you like reading through books like what kind of avenues do you feel best like you're gonna ask dad first I get that yeah and then like where do you go from there so after dad if he's like not really sure I definitely like hit up the internet the internet's such a great resource in so many ways um I don't stick to just one thing like one particular site or one particular person just because there's so much information out there Mm-hmm. Um, you can find anything out. I have like a lot of good resources like for books like in like our personal like library too. That's awesome. Yeah. And like I feel like you can't go wrong with a great gardening book or yeah. like several in a my case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like a book sh- a bookshelf of them. <laughs> I need this one. This one's about a different kind of plants. <laughs> yes, that's absolutely fantastic. I definitely agree with that. It's like and you trace back to like your own garden intuition as well. Like I think if yeah. you sit out there for a minute and kind of like think about your situation and kind of embody your plant for a second, like I find I personally feel like yeah. I can figure out a lot of problems myself just from spending some time out there. So that's I was going to get into that like also a lot of it is that going on that intuition and feeling like I don't know you just become connected like to your yard in a different way and you know how your yard works like my neighbor like she's got a beautiful garden too and I ask her a lot of questions too and mm-hmm. I come to the gram of course but <laughs> obviously um, yeah I didn't know a lot of stuff like I started our Instagram account in late 2020 like October and I was like, oh my gosh, like there's a whole freaking world out here. I was like yeah. in my own little garden bubble. <laughs> yes, it's so and, true. Yeah, and that, but I don't know, like the way I share our information, it's stuff that I've learned over the years and about our yard. And I'm just hoping that it can help somebody else. And even my neighbor has started doing some of the things that I'm doing and she'll like awesome. she'll even sit in her garden like I'm like have you ever just sat in your garden and just like I don't you're like almost listening to it mm-hmm. and kind of yes. feeling it and like I've been saying it since like we laid chicken poop in the garden this year I just feel like it's gonna be a freaking great season I just get like this energy when I'm out there and I want to plant like everything and, and like I'm, I'm running out of space and I just I think going off your intuition and like if somebody's telling you to do something and you don't feel quite right about it there's probably a reason for that mm-hmm. you know I definitely like, agree with that yeah just like in your everyday life there's probably yeah. a reason you're getting that kind of off feeling so you gotta mm-hmm. kind of, you gotta go with your gut instinct definitely I think that's such a great lesson that comes from gardening is that like it's easier to connect your gut instincts to something kind of outside of yourself, like attaching it to your garden and listening to yourself there. And then I think you find yourself internally being like, you know what, actually I do trust myself because I grow some cool stuff outside and I know what I'm doing. So I definitely (laughs) agree with that like intuition. I think it can be hard for new gardeners to know what that means. Could you, maybe this is a little bit of a, not an odd question, but, could you describe the feeling that you have 
when you know you're doing something right in the garden? Like, how does your body feel? How does your, you know, your emotions, like, what does that feel like to you? It's like almost, for me, it's, I get this sense of like calm. Like in, cause gardening can be really chaotic at times. <laughs> and cause like, especially like if you're a mom too, like you're like thinking about the kids, you're thinking about like your house and like what you're going to like cook for dinner, like say, and like your mind's kind of going, but when you're out there, like you can kind of turn mm -hmm. off. But when you start to plant something and you're like, wait a minute, like what if instead, like for instance, this year, for an example, I um, started to plant our tomatoes and I was like, I just, for some reason, I feel like I need to put something into mm. the hole, into the hole I'm digging. And I never, ever do that ever. And I felt kind of weird about like not doing it. And then this like I did it and this kind of calmness came over mm -hmm. my body. And I think that's what, I think that's the best way I can describe it. It's like, there's so much chaos and then you just almost focus in on what you're doing and you kind of like breathe like like almost through the steps like you're doing yoga almost hey guys i hope you're enjoying the episode so far the conversation is just going to skip a little bit right here we had to stop recording on our first night while my daughter woke up and we jumped right back into our conversation on the second night it's in a different spot part of it oh we switched it up i yeah, love that that's like crop so, rotation or something right yeah like a little bit whole garden rotation right. so um the garden is actually um I, I don't know is it parallels like this so like almost like in a t is to where oh, like okay, the top yep. of the t to where mm -hmm. the garden used to be um, so part of it is the old garden, but he had filled That's it in cool. with grass. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. You yeah. said that he had kind of stopped working on it, but I didn't realize that he like, he did away he with set it. a new bed. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you remember how old you were when he did away with it? Were you I still home it... or was this like later on? No. So I had to be like, I had to be like, probably like preteen like 12 or even like a teenager, like early teenager, 12, 13. Yeah. And then I restarted it when I was 24, 23, 24, and I'm 38 now. So I had had some gardening under the belt um, before I had our daughter. And I got our, the greenhouse we have now, it's like one of those polycarbonate greenhouses um, that mm -hmm. you see on, um, from like tractor supply or yeah yep, other yep, yep. One? i love it i can't think of the name of it right now it's like along the it's along the same thing it as is. tractor and supply. i know exactly where you're Harbor talking Freight. about and i can there Freight. it is here we go <laughs> and um i had gotten it there and the year after um we found out we were pregnant with her was the greenhouse mostly so that you could do so you're in rhode island so yeah. you won't like your gardening season is a very specific chunk of time yeah. so starting seedlings beforehand is like very important for you yeah which is i'm thankful i don't have no offense <laughs> thankful i don't have to do that here it is such an i hate to say it's added work it's not that it's added work but it's very different work to start seeds and be prepared for when the season warms up than it is to like throw seeds in the ground can you talk about like seed starting I that was very different when I started being a mom. Like I would go out there in the middle of the night. I had a light spotlight set up no. in there. Yeah, I love heated. that. So I was out there in like January, February, and like I still go out there that early and put the seedlings wow. out there. And I have it heated, and I use humidity domes now because that mm -hmm. helps a ton. Um, yeah, I can so imagine. Like a greenhouse in a greenhouse. I love that. But you got to do that though. There, it's like. In January, though, yeah, so that is so, so much time. Some things to be I, committing to these plants, yeah, is, beforehand. It really is, and some things I do start in January. I did not do that this year with the new baby. Mm -hmm. um, I just I couldn't. It was too much. Um, mm -hmm. I'm kind of grateful I had them five years apart. Because
I don't know how I could do that and right ha- like keep the house together as much as I can <laughs> and have the garden, <laughs> you know. Yes. I would do you feel the same way that like being out there is your kind of your place to be. Yes. I feel mm-hmm. I feel that a hundred percent. Um yeah. Being out there the greenhouse, like it's the garden, it's kind of my sanctuary. So yeah, absolutely. when I'm starting seeds in February, it's, it's, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's like rejuvenating almost. And then mm-hmm. it's cold out and I'm going in there and I can like be barefoot and like mm. take my jacket off and it's nice and cozy. I bring tea with Definitely. me. It's just, it's a place where I can relax and it comes like naturally to me to want to teach people Mm -hmm. on Instagram too. Like I want people to learn how to do this because, Mm -hmm. um, it gardening changed for me in a really good way. When I had my Mm -hmm. daughter, I wasn't really thinking about like what I was eating, like Mm -hmm. in terms of like chemicals, in mm-hmm. what I was eating or like if it was organic or processed like I wasn't really thinking about that too much and then when I had her I was like I don't want to feed her baby food that I buy in the store like I want to make that mm-hmm. then I was like I kind of want to make that from the garden she's going to be six Ooh. months old by the time like we're getting like zucchini and stuff like that I mm-hmm. want to like I want her to have like all these fresh and wholesome nutritious food And it made me look at food very differently. And it made me look Mm -hmm. at my garden very differently. Like not just something Mm -hmm. I was doing like out of tradition because like my past family members have done it. It was Mm -hmm. more something now that I was actually feeding my family with, even though I had always Mm -hmm. been feeding them. Yeah, but seeing that, like, the actual connection where you're like, this is, I put these things in the ground, these things grow, I pick them, I put them back in my body, like, completing that cycle is, like, that's very rewarding in a garden, for sure. Incredibly rewarding. And then to see her eating the food and loving it, and now Mm -hmm. to see our son is, he loves to eat, so I'm like giving them all like the things she's picking stuff Mm. and letting him eat it and we don't use like any sprays or anything in our garden Mm -hmm. so like we can just go out there and or they can and pick whatever Mm -hmm. and eat it um without having to worry maybe just like worry about a little bug or something but yeah you can eat some bugs that's probably good for them it's like protein or something (laughs) no that's so fantastic i think like we love it yes (laughs) yes it is eat dirt kids it's okay i love that i think like especially so like i'm a big part so we moved to florida for my husband's job but like it was such an easy yes for us because like i three months is not enough sunshine for me like those dark months those winter months were just like very long and I think yeah. a lot of people feel that that live in like climates that are like that those winter months can be like really long and really hard um but when you have a garden and you do you start these seeds while it's like it's still cold out or like the sun is like not there yet but all of a sudden you can like see June like you can you're literally watching June grow like as silly maybe that sounds a little silly no, but like those sprouts you're like I know that this is like my hands are going to touch this exact plant like in the sunshine, in the soil, like June is right here. So I think that that's like a really, what a rewarding part of like living in New England and getting to start seeds so early is like, that's actually a really beautiful thing. I guess I, I didn't take that into account thinking about like living in Florida. I'm like, I just throw seeds outside, but like <laughs> I don't have that experience anymore of like, oh, the sunshine's like right here, like in my, my greenhouse or on my counter, mm-hmm. like whatever it is. So that's really beautiful. I love that. It is beautiful. Um, it's like hopeful. Yeah. Yes, that's a really good way to put it. it. It really is hope that you like, you literally are like you're starting something and you know you're not reaping any benefit from it until like months and months and months down the road. And like as maybe a mom, it's like the next day is like tough sometimes. <laughs> you're like, I got to make it to like the next hour, the next day. And like looking out at your garden, being able to like push your brain out to like months ahead of time or even like over a year ahead of time is very um it opens your brain up a little bit to like think about more than just like the next five minutes which is really nice (laughs) 
it is nice and I think once definitely you've been gardening for so long um again it comes naturally Mm -hmm. you know those cycles just happen yeah yeah, they totally they totally just happen and you can feel them coming and Mm. it kind of goes back to that intuition like the same intuition that you have that feeling Mm -hmm. of being confident and being a mom and having that intuition and that connection with your child like you Mm can have that out in your garden space too. Yeah. And I think people kind of can forget that, especially people that Mm -hmm. are producing a lot or that are just starting out. Like I have, I call her my, like she's my experiment client. Um, She's a good friend of mine. (laughs) Love that. Yeah. And we, I've been helping her since she started her seeds. And I think she's like starting to see like, especially her daughters are like getting involved and her husband's getting involved. And I think she's really starting to see how it can really like bring a family together and connect them. Mm. And then it connects you to your outdoor space too. It makes you want to go outside more, makes you want to be barefoot and ground. It makes (laughs) you, yeah, it makes you want to decorate for at night. Like I can like look out her window and there's like my twinkle lights and stuff yeah i'm like they can't see that you can i don't know if you can see off can you see oh yes oh my god and that's from your daughter's window like that is amazing yeah. and then like, once uh, i put the other lights up she'll be able to look out there and be like oh okay it's not just like that's... super dark back there the garden's <laughs> right there <laughs> yeah that's so beautiful i love that that is so true i think like getting your brain to shut up to listen to your intuition about yourself is like incredibly hard to listen to your own gut just about your personal self so like i like the way that learning to garden gives you that practice of listening to your intuition on something that isn't necessarily yourself and then once you start hearing it more and trusting yourself like out in the garden you start kind of trusting yourself like back in your life a little bit more i think that's like a super it's it's a tough benefit to describe to people but it's like hear me out if you can trust yourself to raise some plants like you're gonna start trusting yourself to like take care of yourself a little bit more Mm -hmm. do you resonate with that at all yeah yes I do and I can tell like immediately like when I haven't been taking good care of myself or if I'm not spending Mm -hmm. enough time out there Mm -hmm. I can it's the difference in how I act how I feel it's it's mind-blowing how different I am mm-hmm. like I need that I need yes. my garden I need yeah. the food that comes from it um because even like you like I hate to say it but like you can't really trust like the grocery store food you don't know it's hard yeah, yeah definitely that's why I'd love to live in a place like you do where I can like for real garden year-round and yeah. make sure we have a constant supply and like Mm -hmm. I'm working on that here but I mean but the challenges are a lot different yeah January February it's it's rough like to try to keep um like a row cover like right you know like a frost cover on and through Mm -hmm. the snow like once it snows I know I'm gonna either have to shovel around it or we're not gonna get to it for a long time right oh my god snow we planted (laughs) what did we plant turnips was it yeah turnips one year um a couple years ago Mm -hmm. and like my daughter was like yeah like this is gonna be so cool so I just did one row and we put Mm -hmm. like the little hoops like they were only like wait like not even waist high like a Mm -hmm. low row um and we I put frost fabric and then I put the plastic over it too Mm -hmm. once it started getting really cold and then we were harvesting. We did a December harvest of turnips. So cool. Yeah. And I left them and I was like, this is freaking awesome. Yeah. And it's the first time we've ever gardened like that late. And then it snowed like January. It snowed February that year. We finally like, I don't know if you remember, like if you lived, you lived in Rhode Island, we get like mm-hmm. a false spring, like mid-February. Yes. This is, <laughs> I, I can't live with that, okay? It messes with my brain, dude. No. Can't so do that to people. Melted. No, like yes. that's the thing. Mother Nature is crazy. She's a wild beast. <laughs> She's like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mess with these people's minds right now. I'm going to fuck with them. 
Hell yeah. Watch, they just go outside in t-shirts. They don't even care. Look at them. Look, it's 50 out. I will make it snow tomorrow. Hold up. (laughs) Oh my god, that's so funny. We went out there. We we opened up the tunnel and we harvested turnips in like February. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't close the tunnel because I was like, it's so nice out. You're like, it's beautiful out. And she it's snowed on the turnips. <laughs> they survived. I covered them with the snow oh my and they actually survived a little longer, but. That's incredible. Oh my God. I've never thought about, is there anything else that you can grow in the winter there? I feel like I could like most root veggies if you threw a cover mm-hmm. over them and maybe even like really cold hardy um lettuce and mm-hmm. um i know some kales would probably make it i wonder if a That's brussels true. sprout would make it mm, maybe you have an I experiment know. to do this winter i know i'm gonna i might have to do a little experiment oh my god <laughs> that would be really cool I've been able to so it would yeah be that would be so cool oh my god yeah Ugh, winter gardening yeah i would get really thrown off here like it was January and I was like getting my bed started and I was like, I'm get, I'm good this year. I'm ahead of the game. And then I'm seeing people posting and they like already have like vegetables growing. I'm like, wait, what the heck? I have not quite adjusted to Florida seasons yet. It's definitely yeah. a whole like, like my garden's basically empty right now. It's very confusing for my brain. <laughs> I'm like, wait, it's ju- almost July. Okay. There's nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. We'll wait. Because the powdery mildew and stuff down here is yeah. like oh my god the humidity is just humid is there has to be a word past humid i don't know what it is is it just wet it is wet it is legitimately dude it's just wet outside i'm always like oh it rained and then i'm like oh no it didn't that's just like the air (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) countdown okay we're back again because kids wake up guys it's fine it's literally fine they wake up and they're like yo where are you (laughs) You were just saying um, about homeschooling, which I was like, do, yeah. do you involve the gar- do you do, do you involve the garden homeschooling? Big I know time. she's only six, so like, how much? No, what do you, how do you get time. to use? Okay, see, that's so yeah. cool. I love. She's that. been in the garden with me since like I was pregnant with her. So, so awesome. She, she's like, yeah, this is like, just my life. <laughs> even I have pictures of her like in the baby carrier, like on the <sighs> front of me, and she's like a week two weeks old and we're because I, I i planted the seeds that year that she was born on my due date oh my god that's so me and my cute. sister i made my, that's so I, sweet i made my sister come over i was like i need your help in the greenhouse i have something i need everything. to do she was like everything i'm like everything she's like you're due it's today gone. i'm like we're doing it i want the better day to do it before i give birth and i love that <laughs> And my dad took so care great. of them for the first oh, few weeks. That's so and sick. And then I have pictures of her. And she's like, she was so alert, like, mm-hmm. as a newborn. And she's like, you can see her, like, looking all up close to them. <sighs> so she's I really, she's grown up out there. Mm-hmm. And she was super interested in it. And mm-hmm. I teach her about, like, everything you can eat. And mm-hmm. and you think they're not listening. They are. But they are. Because yeah they're totally listening because people will like even now like as like a six-year-old there was like when she was four and five she didn't really want to like do too much with the garden Mm -hmm. I didn't force her to do it because Mm -hmm. I want her to like still come around and like come back to it and she did this Mm -hmm. year but she even well with not wanting to be out there so much she would take like my husband's grandfather back there and be like, Pop, look at our garden. And <laughs> this is borage and it has vitamin C in it and you can oh. eat it. And Pop, look, mom planted a whole row of arugula for you. It's super spicy. She said, You're going to love it. And like, Oh my God. Don't eat those peppers. They're super hot. And she's like telling them like the names of everything. And she's I like, love These that. melons that's not basil don't eat that it looks like it though and i'm like okay cool she's listening sick that's awesome i think it's so cool that this like coming generation that's like young kids now i truly hope for them that they like gardening is back to that point where it's just like everyone just has a garden 
this is just yeah. like things that you know like these are just like you're into like this is part of your like growing up and stuff and I like like you said like you grew up with a garden yeah like you grew up with a garden we had a garden in our house growing up so like it was very normal to me but I think for a lot of people this is like genuinely their very first experience gardening yeah and they're so lucky too even if you have like a like I see a lot of people their first years like go all in which I love hell yeah you dive off that deep end get into it <laughs> but you do not have to <laughs> If you don't no, want to, you don't no, to. but I think it's just like anything out there for you, for your child, like whoever is learning for the first time, like, oh my God, just one plant like sparks like your whole, ah, it changes everything. My, I was actually on my friend um, Katie's podcast the other day and she was like, what is your, um, every first gardener should grow this? I said sunflowers because I just think that they're so rewarding and like pretty easy do you have yeah. a different one that you would suggest like any first gardener starts with any first time gardener hmm. for like ease and for like maybe not even ease it doesn't have to be easy but like for reward maybe like you're like Rewarding you should try this wise, yeah i feel like a good row of green beans oh with you could kids harvest too yeah oh my god yeah with kids yeah Oof. or potatoes <laughs> oh potatoes too Oh, do you find potatoes to be easy or are you I'm like scared to I do find potatoes, potatoes down here potatoes to be easy um mm -hmm. and like if you like we always do so a little in a grow bag for my daughter because mm -hmm. flipping the bag over and her seeing them that way she gets mm. so excited about such it. a cool reveal but yeah like when I like we did a huge row not huge but like a big row for us mm -hmm. um in a flower bed but cool. I converted to like a strawberry bed and that didn't work. So I converted it to potatoes this year. Love and it. She she cannot get over like the bushes and all the little white flowers. And she's over uh -huh. there. She's like, I wanna pick them. I'm like, don't pick them. I don't I don't really know what'll happen. <laughs> and I don't think anything happens at all. But we have but to take caution. Who knows? I'm like, yeah, don't pick them. The bees like mm -hmm. them. And mm -hmm. you know, so that goes back to like the homeschooling thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's always like learning. And yeah. just like, I think, I don't know. I think potatoes are super rewarding. They store mm -hmm. really well. They're really like, nutritious. Especially like, you're saying in a grow bag. nutritious potatoes are. Yeah. yeah. And like in a grow bag, like not a lot of space. You don't need a ton of space. And then like in a grow bag does not take up a lot of room. You need like oh. a bag of soil and some to pick. Mm -hmm. How do you start your potatoes? Is that a silly question? I don't know. I've never grown no, potatoes. No, I don't think it's a silly question. I So normally, I just, whatever I is under the counter, I throw in the Love ground. That. Yeah, and, Yeah, I just throw them in the ground. I have better, um, a better yield of potatoes when mm -hmm. I throw them in ground. Um, mm -hmm. But this year, we won the giveaway. Nice. And I won like eight pounds of potato seed which is just eyed potatoes. So cool. Um, but I can't, I can't get over how well they're doing. It's amazing. I've never grown That's potatoes great. from like potato seed before. Mm -hmm. That's so and... awesome. But I think that's like a great way to start though is it's like do you have a potato in your like under your counter yep. throw it in the ground like what's the worst thing that's gonna happen you grow like one tiny potato and you like get a good laugh out of it like that's also hysterical it is it is <laughs> like funny. those like I it's actually experiment like that yes too. experimenting and like failing in the garden is actually like so much fun sometimes it's like so you ruin stuff you. and you're like that is hilarious yeah you're like wow I messed that up so badly but that it's was so really much fun for you yeah and you just learning to accept that you like messed up like I think people get really down on themselves like when they like aren't doing well in a garden but it's like dude you're just learning something or like mm -hmm. I don't know it happens all the time like the starts that are sold at stores sometimes like I love starting like just starts from stores I'm not like a terribly huge seed person honestly call it laziness it's all good no, um I but sometimes <laughs> it's too. like it's all good I just like the reward factor I'm like look it's growing already <laughs> look <laughs> plant no but it can um, be hard to keep a start alive too because they're used to yeah. one place and then they're coming yeah. to another and if you don't like acclimate it well or if you're just mm -hmm. kind of like oh i'm gonna just throw it in the ground and hope for the best sometimes you get the best and sometimes, sometimes you get the you damn thing. <laughs> but, but guess it's like, what it's, really just, it's okay yeah it, that's the part that, that yeah like being a beginner gardening gardener i think can feel really frustrating because you like want 
you like want the Instagram garden, right? You're like, I want to yield. I want a big basket full of so much stuff. It's like that takes you might like you might crush it your first year. Like who knows? But you also like if you don't crush it your first year, like do you crush anything the first time that you do it? Like that's what I was trying to remind myself when I'm like failing or, or I feel like I'm failing at something like I don't pick up. Like, I don't pick up embroidery and be like, I'm going to make a masterpiece my, like, first time. Like, I'm probably going to make a really weird-looking flower and it's, like, <laughs> going to be okay. So, like, being okay with failing and not, like, growing a million things, like, ugh, it's almost more fun. I kind of like messing up plants. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> did that one wrong. That's, so funny. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> or I'm like, I think it'll do well here. And you, like, plant it in the garden and then you're like, so it doesn't do well there. That's very interesting. Yeah. Make a little okay. mental note or put yeah, it in your yeah. garden journal, whatever you're. Whatever do you do you is. have a garden journal or is yours very mental not. at this point? Mine you've is been gardening very for a long time, and it always has been. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to keep a garden journal one time, mm-hmm. and like it, I think I made it to like one or two things germinating in the greenhouse, not even outside. And you're like, I'm done. <laughs> that is so funny. I used and, to like, do. I um... kind of use like Instagram as a journal a little bit. Now. Yeah. Just to see, like, because I've tried a few different things. Um, I I didn't really try different things, like, um, growing-wise, or I don't know how to say it, but I didn't try other things because I was, like, in my own little garden bubble, Mm -hmm. like, asking my dad, my grandfather, my, um, my husband's grandfather had a huge garden, Mm -hmm. so, like, I was just asking them or my neighbor, and then I came on Instagram and I was like, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. Cause you never know until you try something could really, mm-hmm. really work for you. And a lot of things did, but now I'm kind of, I use Instagram a little bit as a journal mm-hmm. and I do keep a lot of notes in my phone of um, like disease prevention because I've noticed over the past few years with, um, I feel like the seasons are changing a lot that we've Mm -hmm. been getting a lot more diseases than we've had before. So I've had to keep a little bit of notes of that when it happened, like Mm -hmm. even like temperatures sometimes just because like I plant like 35 tomatoes in the garden and some people are like, oh, that's nothing. And some people are like, holy moly, that's a lot. I'm a holy moly. That's a lot. That's a holy moly. (laughs) That's a big holy moly. Yeah. But like when they all get septorially fungus, Mm. you're like gotta do something yeah yeah that happened oh my gosh (laughs) that happened 2020 Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um we saved them Mm -hmm. and it was and I wrote everything down and the next summer like my cousin had a problem and I was like this is what I did I found it and you knew exactly what guy on youtube And it worked and she was like, all right, I'm trying it. And it saved hers. And so I was like, I'm going to share this and like tag Mm -hmm. the guy in it because he deserves like recognition for it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for saving my tomatoes. You rock. For real. I was like, thank you so much. (laughs) And I'm telling people about this and to go see your videos because they're so informative. Um, Mm -hmm. I think he's called the rusted garden. Okay. Um, I couldn't believe it. Like it slowed the septorial leaf down and that's awesome. You know, the, it was beautiful. And that's yeah. what, like, that goes back to like what you were saying, like with like not like killing the plants or like failing mm-hmm. at something. Like I don't think of like fails as fails in the garden. I think of them as lessons. Yeah. And that's, that, and I'm always, that's such a like, good view. Yeah, and that's, I tell beginner gardeners that all the time. That's, like, one of my top tips, too, for them, too, is, like, besides mm-hmm. not comparing to other people, mm. like, don't think of, like, you killing that plant as a failure. Like, make a yeah. mental note of what you did because that's a lesson and you're not going to do it next time. And that's right. what makes you a great gardener. Yes, and that's what – that's a great place, too, that you tie into, like – learning those lessons in the garden and then learning them for yourself like everything is coming to you for a reason like it is just another lesson like all you have to do is like pay attention to it like you really just have to like if you're watching and you're observing you can at least be like aware of what's going on even if like yes the plant dies you don't yield high like whatever it is or like you're doing something in your life and you're like oh that's not working out like 
as mm-hmm. long as you're stepping back and observing and being aware of it, like that is the lesson. Like that's such a great point. I find with with note taking in the garden, I find it really interesting that you also like I can't land on a good way to take notes, which I think is hysterical because I used to do like data analytics like at a cultivation facility. <laughs> like it was literally my job <laughs> and I was like very into it there. But then my own garden, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> want me to write stuff down like no, because i don't know why it's, it's such a struggle it's not your job it's not something That's somebody's true. forcing you to do mm-hmm. this is something you want to do and right. if you t- like for me anyways if i turn it into i have to write everything down i have to keep this detailed journal like some people are totally into that and it helps them mm-hmm. stay motivated out there that'll kill it for me i know it yeah will. i that's it's interesting I, but yeah, but involved I, in it at but that it's for, point. Yeah, even though you are thinking, even though yeah. you are thinking, I just want to store it doing. all in my brain instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Let but that's just, just another like. More. It's fine. I can hang on to this information as well. Yeah, but it's just it, it's just everyone's gardening style too. Because I I do I know some people that keep like beautiful yeah. detailed journals, and I'm like, damn. I wish I was like that still. But I think I just did it for too long as a job that I'm like I can't. I also just can't do it in like a casual way. I have to do it like a hundred thousand percent and have like a detailed express Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I can't just be calm about it. I have to do a thousand percent. Yeah, that's that's a good. It's something you love too. So I mm. like even like with homeschooling our daughter. Like I find the things she loves, she holds on mm-hmm. to more she remembers Mm. more of and I think that's Mm -hmm. why it doesn't take up so much space for us because we love it so much that's really a great point part of it's just part of our life you know it's like yeah we don't take detailed notes on our life all the time either right so if gardening becomes such a big part of your life how it's become like mine or yours Mm -hmm. you know you just you like that space is just there for the yeah yeah just already created like a little pocket in there like right. how you have one for your Definitely. kids or your dog or mm-hmm. like cooking dinner like whatever it is you know all yeah, your definitely. lists that are up here that you do on a daily like the garden's just part of it now definitely i do love how like it does become a part of your like it's just such a like you said about how it like opens up your outdoor space like i never realized how much time I wasn't spending outside until I had like a yard and garden of my own. And I was like, wait, was I just never outside before? Like, what was I doing? And like, now I'm like, we get ready in the morning, like outside. Okay. Okay, We're going to come inside to eat. Okay. Back outside. Like, and it's such a blessing to just be able to like, like you said, put your feet in the grass, touch some, touch some plants, man. Oh my God. It really is just life changing it. Like Like the serotonin flowing. Yes. Oh my God. Like the mental health benefits are just like, I can't even deal with them sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm so much happier of a human being being in like the sun most of the year. (laughs) Crazy. Isn't it incredible? Who would have thought? That's how I feel about the greenhouse. Like when I'm able to get out there, like my whole mindset just completely changes. Mm -hmm. And giving yourself the opportunity, like, I think you have to, like, allow yourself to invest in gardening as well. Like, I think it can feel like you're picking up maybe another hobby and you're like, ooh, I have to, like, spend money on these things. And, like, of course, like, budgeting is important. Like, spending your money wisely is obviously important. But allowing yourself to spend money in your garden thoughtfully and make it a place that can be a huge benefit to you and your family, like, I can't stress enough, like, how life-changing it can be for you like some like investing that is an investment into your family and your health like you were saying with like the like eating things that you grew and you know what's going on with them it's just an investment for your family and they're not like you're saying homeschool like you're hitting on all the things like your knowledge you're investing in your health you're investing in like your daily mindset you're investing in like if you're struggling with like depression anxiety like postpartum stuff like putting yourself into gardening can just change your whole life your whole mindset I know it did for me like it did for me too a mm -hmm. terrible postpartum anxiety after my daughter Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. would like people would come over and I would like hide like in my house like Mm -hmm. upstairs and be like I'm not yeah they can hold the baby for 10 minutes and then I want her back 
because it'll be time to eat. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like the, like this, it was terrible. And Mm -hmm. I, it, it was, it changed me. Um, in the beginning, and it was almost debilitating for me. And as mm-hmm. soon as I was able to like move around after the C-section again, and get back outside and in the greenhouse, and have her with me still, and oh, I don't know, it just it changes your it just changes you. Like you don't have to think yeah. too much about it. Like she was with me, so I wasn't having to worry about like other people like touching her that I didn't want to her to be touched mm-hmm. by and 100%. people asking me questions about everything and mm-hmm. it's just too much sometimes yeah it <laughs> and, is no dude it, it really is motherhood yeah. is it is a very it's a large load to take on and I don't know that it's like talked to like everybody I, I don't want to be like everyone knows that motherhood is a lot but like it's not a lot in the ways that you think like, yes, like your house is messy and there's a lot of stuff to do. But it's like yeah. that mental load that gets put on you when you're a mom, like all of a sudden every moment of the day is like something to worry about. And it's like, it's really stressful. It's really heavy. Yeah. And like, if you don't have an outlet to like direct yourself towards or to be like, I am caring for like this thing outside of myself, kind of like, it gets it's it's heavy and I don't know I don't know you have to direct your energy into something and to be able to plant things and focus on something else and to be like I'm taking care of I'm going outside I'm doing x y and z so it's like now you've accomplished something you can like check things off your list you've like touched green things (laughs) so your brain is just like ah and yeah it's just I don't know. It really, it really did change my life. I know like the first time I stepped back, like I started working at a flower farm was really my like pivotal moment that I like got out there and I started doing it. And I was like, oh, this is like, I have to spend my life doing this. Like I finally had that moment that I was like, this is what I have to do with my life in some capacity is like growing plants. I love that. And that spark finally coming back into my life. Like I was like, things were like tough. Like I was in a really tough spot. And then finally finding that changed my whole life like oh my god thank god i think shouts out indeed (laughs) for just sending random jobs to people like this was not in the category i was looking for but like yeah it just but that lit up my life so much thing like the best way like Mm -hmm. the unexpected happens Mm -hmm. and it's led you to something you didn't think could like with it wasn't even on your radar that it was gonna help you and like Mm -hmm. when i started gardening I had been going through like hell with a million different mm-hmm. things. Like twenty four years old is it's it's hard. <laughs> Those are the days. <laughs> yes, I miss it. But Absolutely, it, it it's hard, and like you're transitioning yeah. like to out of college and into like the real world, and mm-hmm. like if you went that route, and like I mean, I went to school for marine biology. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't know if you're like me, but, like, I went to college and, like, I don't do that. I can tell you that much. And, like, a lot of people, (laughs) and I didn't realize how many people, like, aren't doing the thing they went to college for. But when Mm -hmm. you find that out and, Mm -hmm. like, that 24 years old, like, you don't know. Like, you don't know shit. (laughs) And you think you you don't know anything. And when you find out that other people like aren't doing anything close to what they went to school for it's like Mm -hmm. oh okay like that even makes you feel better but then when you Mm -hmm. find this thing like you said that you have an outlet for and for me it was gardening Mm -hmm. too like Mm -hmm. it does it changes like your entire perspective and you become confident out there and you can bring that into your life and you can bring that into like if you're going to become a mom or like Mm -hmm. even if you're not going to become a mom like it'll give you that confidence to like, cause you know what you're going to do out in the garden, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't know what you're going to do or say, like if somebody is like talking to you or they're like, mm-hmm. you know, people can get down on you. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. like, I don't, it doesn't seem like you're that young when you are, but now looking back, it's like, all right. Like, I started gardening and like everything kind of changed. Like I dropped it's people so from my life. 
Yeah. I made yep. a lot of big changes. I wanted mm-hmm. to be out there. I didn't want to be going out anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, instead of going out, I was like in my greenhouse till two o'clock yeah. in the morning. And it changes your mind. It changes your mm-hmm. body. It's just, it's all around good for you. I think there's some scientific yeah. studies done too about how Definitely. actually gardening and getting your hands in the dirt is really, mm-hmm. really good for you. Yes, definitely. It really, um, I think it connects you back to like more like natural states of yourself as well. It's like we're so, I find myself like, I don't know, you're, you have a fantastic Instagram following. You are, love it. Yes, it's amazing. Thank you. That is fantastic. But that's so, it's so, it's very rewarding. Like I enjoy being on Instagram. It is a lot of fun to share your it hard is. work and to have people appreciate it. It's great. But you can find yourself really wrapped up in like, I know I do it. Like you're on the internet all the time. You're like inside your house, whatever. And then getting back outside and connecting like genuinely to like nature and the earth and like, I don't know, dude, the little lizards in my yard are like probably my favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> like I love each and every one of you. <laughs> There's different ones that live on different places and I love them all. Yeah. But like, yeah, just connecting truly back to a natural state of like humans used to just like, you know, roam around and like forage and like uh-huh. hunt and stuff like things used to be really different. And like, I know we can't get back to exactly that nowadays, but like to bring yourself back there a little bit and to allow your body to be in that state of like calm is... Oh. I love that so much. I love that too. I really mm-hmm. do. That is fantastic. Um, let me see. I have, oh, I have some silly rapid fire questions. Do you want to do some of these? Yeah, sure. Maybe not silly, but let's see. Um, okay. What is your favorite plant to grow? Tomatoes. Ooh, yeah, okay. Tomatoes. Tell me how you feel about tomato hornworms. <laughs> No. Have you gotten those? <laughs> you go, no. I'm not talking about it. They're like so cool to look at, but like they, yeah. when I, if I find one, it scares me. Like I get, I'm like, <gasps> and then I'm like, oh, okay. Immediate heebie jeebies. Yeah. They're so cute. If you look at them long enough, you're like, these are adorable creatures, they but immediately like you're like, little, what like, in the feet? heck? They're little feet so are cute. the cutest thing. <laughs> they move. Oh. But also, you are the worst. Can you relax? <laughs> Bro, you don't have to eat the whole tomato plant in one day. Can yeah, you give me a second? Be, be. <laughs> oh, my God. Ridiculous. Um, What is your least favorite thing you have ever grown? Oh, I know. It's supposed to be rapid fire. I don't know. It's okay. You can think about it. Least What's something you're growing this year that you're like, you're annoying? <laughs> peppers. Oh, hot take on the peppers yeah my peppers are super annoying this year (laughs) that's so funny um fill in the blank when i am gardening i feel oh so joyous incredibly joyous joyous. yeah oh my god that's a great word i love that so much okay yes you gave your new gardener plant recommendation oh name your plant nemesis is it a disease an insect maybe who's Uh, always coming at you (laughs) and um oh what are they called earwigs oh Mm. those get me what do you do about them um i try to let them take their natural course but Last year, I just couldn't. <laughs> they destroyed everything. I was put in um, like uh, paper towel rolls with um, newspaper mm-hmm. in the middle and just like throwing those in the yard waste after I'd oh. find a whole bunch of them. But I was also picking them up with like a rake and a shovel because I do not want earwigs to touch my body <laughs> at all. Ew. Yes. <laughs> yeah some things are just like i'm not into it yeah so like anything that resembles a stink bug i am just not into it like please leave me alone there's like different weird ones down here too like different they're like cousins live down here i'm not into them (laughs) 
Dude, I can't. They're even. I swear they're weird. I feel weirder like looking. are they big? Are they huge? I feel like they're big down there. Of course, because it's Florida and everything has to be freaking giant. I don't stop growing. <laughs> Please, no, there's no cold, so nothing dies. They just live all year. Ridiculous. <laughs> um. Ooh. Describe your garden aesthetic in one word. <laughs> My garden aesthetic in one word. Neat. Ooh. Neat rose. Yes. Neat. I love that. Ooh, she's neat. I love that. Neat. Okay. Straight up. Here's like my... a vodka neat. <laughs> neat. Yes, girl. Um, oh, I said I kind of asked, but um, how is sharing? This doesn't have to be rapid fire, but how mm. does sharing on Instagram like affect how you garden? Like, does it change things for you? Do you feel like you hesitate on anything, or I feel do like, you kind of just go for it? I feel like I definitely just go for it. Um, mm. When I first started doing it, I was like, "Oh, everything has to be perfect. I'm going to re-record <laughs> this eight thousand times." So because I messed up or like I, I like flubbed my words mm-hmm. and now I'm kind of like oh I'm just gonna record myself doing something like in time lapse and yep. either do a voiceover or um write down what I'm doing but mm. I don't think it's changed the way that I garden at all um mm-hmm. but I, th- I think now I'm more comfortable, like, sharing, like, who I am yeah. than I was before. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I can't – yeah, I don't think it's really changed the way that I actually garden. I like, I show, I try to show everybody real time what I'm doing. So yeah. it's, like, I think it can be hard. It can be overwhelming sometimes because so many things happen so quickly out there. But yep. – <laughs> but, I try to be like as authentic to myself and to my family and to my garden space as I can be. I love that. That's fantastic. Um, Oh, here's, so this is my last question, but it's kind of more of like a, um, maybe like a, an exercise for you. But so I'm asking you to manifest with me a little bit in five years, where do you hope to be in your garden journey? What does that like look like for you? To me, that looks like hopefully living in a warmer climate where I can garden more year round. Um, I'd like to have like kind of a compound, like a family compound almost. And I do, I want some animals on it. Definitely chickens for sure. A huge compost pile like huge mm. that I don't have to like outsource anything. Like I don't want to outsource mm. chicken manure. I don't want to have to outsource any kind of like soil or anything like that. Um, yeah. I think, and just kind of, I see myself relearning in a new environment. Mm. That was a big thing for me moving to Florida. Everything that I did know. Mm-hmm. There's some practices that come over, but like, yeah, you're just in a whole, you know, you go to the nursery and you're like expecting to find certain things and it's just not there. Yeah. <laughs> it's I very different plants. It's kind of but... like the beauty of seed starting too. Yeah, that's true. But that's it, very true. My The people that used to live behind us um, lived there forever and they moved while I was pregnant um, mm. with my daughter and he moved down to Florida and he was like, I don't even grow tomatoes down here. He's like, because there's too many bugs. He's like, they yeah, just they, eat they, them up. And they I like the tomatoes. Yeah, he's like, I don't feel like, um, he's like, I don't feel like covering them. And people put mm. like these baggies over them. And and I'm like, oh, see, I'd be that crazy lady out there doing that <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I love it. It is wild. They just like the the bugs down here are like something else. I'm really grateful. I do a lot of native gardening and I do a lot more like landscaping style. Like my gardening is more much more landscaping geared. Um, and the bugs kind of just like hang out more on the native stuff I've found than on my vegetables, which I just think is so interesting. I have no science behind that. That's just some Sarah tech. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I found that they'd actually rather eat what is supposed to be grown here yeah. than like other stuff. So that's been a really big blessing for me. That's so cool. Um, yeah. Is there any like resources or anything that you use specifically for like your own knowledge? Like, is there anything that you're like, you should like a book maybe that you people you like think have to have or like, are you just like a, a Google maniac? Like I, <laughs> I do. Use, How many articles can I yeah. read today? <laughs> yes, that's serious. I do mm -hmm. do a lot of Googling. Um, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just so convenient to have that in your hand, literally. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that I, I think the internet's an awesome place for knowledge for mm -hmm. sure. Um, Definitely. I, I have quite a few different books. I really like this book. I think it's called On a Quarter, like Farming on a Quarter Acre. Mm -hmm. um, and we have like just under that. Um, and like, it's just unbelievable to kind of see what we could do here if I wanted to turn the whole yard into gardens or a space for an animal. But like, yeah. Um, but with the kids, like, that's just not, and I, I don't, I wouldn't, it's not feasible for me because I wouldn't have time mm -hmm. to do that at this point in my life. But mm -hmm. then um, that herb book, oh my God, what's the name of it? It's a very popular herb book. Um, okay. We'll find the name and put it, I can put it in yeah, the um, description later. later. I can see mm. it's, it's dark green with like this pretty around it. The chick that mm -hmm. wrote it was in, um, was a contestant on that show alone. <laughs> Uh -huh. oh my god all right this was absolutely amazing thank you so so much for joining me yes, oh my gosh um, i had so much fun yes, i'll have to do this again for sure yes definitely oh that was so wonderful all right thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode i will see you guys probably next week but we'll see like i said mom life so mm -hmm. timelines <laughs> all right have a great night thanks guys you too. bye